Hi, everybody. June 3rd. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Welcome, everybody. Good afternoon. Hello there. Hello. Welcome to another edition of On the Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark, with a C right here. Nice to see everybody's smiling faces as we begin our 57th consecutive week having a show. That's 57, 57. Heinz variety, amazing, amazing. <clears throat> Before we begin, I see we have a new face that everyone does not know. <laughs> so I would like to introduce Stephen Rochester, who is uh, joining our show for the first time. And I asked him to say a couple of words. So Steve, it's all yours. Okay, I was a uh, school teacher for 37 years. I retired. I uh, coached a lot of sports in high school and I still even though I'm retired 17 years, I coach basketball at the school where I used to teach at Brentwood High School in New York, in Long Island. Are you related to Paul Rochester? No, but the funny story is I'm, I'm from Elmont. My brother graduated from Sawanica the same year he did. Really? And um, all my friends knew I had an older brother at uh, Sawanica. And I told everyone my, that Paul Rochester was my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rochester, he was white or black. Why? <laughs> Long time ago, right? Yeah. But, Michigan uh, State and the Jets. He was on the uh, the Super Bowl championship team. He was on front right. four. That's right. That's right. The name we remember. Uh, where did you teach? You said uh, Brentwood. Yep, what, high school. What did you teach? Social studies, oh. history. Yeah, I was a phys ed teacher for forty years in middle school in New York City in Richwood, Queens. So we have wow. something in common. So there you go. Welcome aboard to On The Mark. And the rules are pretty simple. We talk about different topics. If you want to join in, just join in. We don't like to step on each other. So we, sometimes we raise our hands. Sometimes they forget to raise, like school, they forget. So <laughs> we don't curse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's it. But I hope, I hope, you, could, hope you enjoy. Because you know, some people come once and we never see them again. Yeah. <laughs> Bear them away. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay, so uh, first of all, I'd like to thank our guest from last week. Barry Cohen came on with his presentation about wellness. Um, if anyone wants to follow up with Barry, just let me know. Um, Barry's had also asked if we would like him to come on another time. I said, let's hold it off until maybe August. And uh, at that time, um, he'll, he'll have something else to talk about. So that's the Barry Cohen story. And then uh, yesterday, I got off the phone with Alan Friedman. You guys remember Alan Friedman? Yes. Okay, so Alan Friedman from the uh, Jewish Sports Heritage Association. I believe he used to be with the Jewish Hall of Fame, which was out Near you, uh, Stephen, correct? Yes, I, I know Alan very well. I was on the committee with him at the Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. Fantastic. So uh, Alan came to our temple a couple of years ago. He's come to gone to quite a few temples to oh, yes. tell his story and have his speak. Um, but he's going to come on the mark next Thursday. He's, uh, he's, he'll be come on for about a half hour or so and just like, uh, you know, talk about Jews and sports and uh if you have questions or you want to talk about anything particular, you know, he's really a great guy and he'll definitely, he'll definitely uh, go with us and talk with us. So that's next uh, Thursday, uh, June 10th. So that'd be cool for us. 
Okay, like we normally do to begin the show, since it's our 57th show, we usually take the number 57 and we try to relate or try to remember any ballplayers who had that unusual 57 number. One comes to mind really quickly, but do you guys have anything? Do you guys do any homework? No. No. <laughs> no. no. no it's coming up, but you don't think you can do your homework? Yeah, we got it. How about, how about the, the only no hitter in Mets history? Unprepared. Oh, really? Who pitched the only Met no hitter? Santana. 134. Santana. So he was 50. For the Mets. Oh, Johan Santana. The only 57. Uh, he was on the game the other night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they he was on the Yankees lost. Right, because he it was the anniversary of the, uh, the no yeah. hitter, wasn't it? For the, yeah, yeah. I think June 1st was the anniversary. Uh, a couple other players that I did some research. Uh, Jets have a linebacker. He hasn't played in two years. Uh, <laughs> Mosley, no. seven. Uh, a Clay Matthews, famous Matthews family. Um, someone's talking in the background, please. Thank you. you. have it there? Please. Uh, Mo Lewis. Jets was a 57. Tom Jackson, Broncos. A lot of, a lot of yeah. linebackers were 57. That's a good linebacker number. Uh, Dwight Stevenson. I believe he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Dolphin, Dolphin Center. Getting it's 5 o'clock. So it's a, it's a rare number. Okay, but there you go. And then we move on to what we do, Stephen, for you being a new person. Whenever you hear someone say, beep, beep, that means... <laughs> We have an unusual name in sports that's odd, funny, <clears throat> uncommon. So I have a couple of beep beeps. Anyone have a beep beep before I give mine? You guys don't do that. Well, yeah, a beep, I, have beep. I have a beep beep. What do you got? The first, I just read an article about the pitcher, the first relief pitcher to ever win the Cy Young Award. Just died. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mike, uh, Mike, Marshall. Mike Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. I, know, I, I remember him, but not that accurately. And uh, he was with a couple of different teams there. I think he yeah. won, what, 60, what was it? 64, maybe? Uh, 106 games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hold the record for that. But, but where is the BP? Where's the unusual <laughs> name? <laughs> no, <laughs> It's almost oh, like, G -O -L -D. like I went to uh, a Target yesterday. <laughs> we'll come back to that, Milton, in a few minutes. But I have a couple of that I thought were really unusual. The Mets just picked up a player, which has a funny last name, Travis Blankenhorn. <laughs> well, funny. Thomas Swapucky. Thomas Swapucky is in the Mets farm system. He's a pitcher. S-Z-A-P-U-C-K-I. And Bruce Luck, L-O-O-K, an unusual name. He was a catcher for the Twins in the 60s. And that's all I have this week. We already renamed Odor. Odor from the Yankees. Odor, we did, yeah. I thought so. We did him. I don't have the record of everything we did already. You know. He's an aqua of Belvin. Yeah, he smells. Hi, everyone. Hi, Sharon. 
Okay. So uh, yesterday, and we're so happy about this. It was the first Lou Gehrig day in baseball. What do you guys think about this? What they did? Good. Excellent. Excellent idea. Terrific. So what they did? Just give them a patch. Is that what they did? Showed some videos and things. Yeah. Try to, try to raise a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was cool. It was all good. Yeah. So they have a uh, Jackie Robinson Day. They have a Roberto Clemente Day. When, when was that? Did they have it already? Because he's on it every year too, supposedly. No, no one knows when it was. If they well, he it. died on New Year's Eve, so I don't think they're having it during the baseball no, season. No, no, no. But there's <laughs> three people. They supposedly they um they they honor during the season, and they do a patch or whatever. Okay. All right, let's move on to uh, uh, real baseball, and we'll take the Mets first because we'll talk about the first place. <laughs> Nobody else has over 500 in that division. Anybody watch the game yesterday on YouTube? You just want to hear that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It took me a while to find it. Who were the announcers? I didn't find it. Who were the announcers? You know? I don't know. Is that the game that Brenly did and got got in trouble? No. No, another game. No, that was, that was probably the night before when Strowman pitched. Before right, Strowman pitched, right? So last yeah. week at this time, the Mets were twenty-four and twenty, and they just swept the doubleheader from the Rock from the Rockies to go twenty-four and twenty, and they were in first place. And now today they sit twenty-seven and twenty-one, so they had a very nice week. They have the largest um, the largest lead of the of all the divisions. Yeah, that's true. Four and a half games. Four and a half game lead. Four and a half now. Four and a half game exactly. lead. Exactly. Yeah, what does that first. say about the division? Exactly. Not much. Yep, exactly. The, Maybe uh, it'll change if they replace compatibility. Hey, you know, you know, know what? They're, they're, they're beating who they have to beat. Yeah. Yep. You can't take that away <laughs> from them. Well, they got the podcasts. They can't change the schedule. Can I call you later? I'm on the podcast. The The Padres... Are currently at a losing streak, I believe. So now the Padres may want to snap out of this. So it should be a very interesting. Might help. I think Tatis is, Tatis is out. I'm not sure. Yeah, he he hurt his oblique the other night. Yeah. yeah, that's what they he said. He didn't play yesterday. All right, Gerald, what do you got to say? Just wanted to say that the Mets are tied with the San Francisco Giants having the, the fewest number of losses yes. for any team this season. Of course, they 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 played the fewest number of games. Number of games. They played about seven or eight games. A lot of rain Right, right. Yeah, yeah. No other team has only forty eight games at this point. And they lost. Uh, they lost some games with the Nationals early on because of COVID, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Games. Right. Yeah, the opening series yeah. of the season. Yeah. So between those two That's things, right. there. That's right. And then they lost two games last weekend to the Braves. Plus, mm-hmm. right. I think there were some others somewhere. Yeah, there have been a few games, yeah. So there'll be a lot of seven-inning games coming up in the future. Yeah. Be busy. A lot to make up. Yeah. So they got some bad news about Syndergaard. They thought he was coming back. Yeah. And they thought, and then he, they had to shut him down with elbow inflammation. So he's gonna, he, he'll be down for at least six more weeks before he picks the baseball up. So who knows if he'll even pitch this year. That's what I heard, yeah. 
Yeah. And then Brandon Nimmo, who I thought was on the cusp of coming back, has still has nerve damage in his left. Really? He still has pain. So they're not going to rush him back either. So Synagogue may have actually pitched his last game for the Mets because he's a free agent after this year. That, so if he doesn't pitch this year, he doesn't, doesn't resign him. Very interesting uh, words there. We'll see. Well, we're glad that Alonzo came back. Pilar comes back from the nose. Yeah. What a game of this kid is. Two weeks. Took him less than two weeks, whatever. And he's getting the broken nose, blood yeah. all over. Comes back, gets a base hit. First game back. Mm. Seth Lugo. The Warrior. The Warrior's right. Yeah. Seth Lugo comes back from bone chips. They picked up Mason Williams. Remember mm-hmm. Mason Williams? Yeah, Mars, wasn't he? Yankees, it was top prospect with the Yankees, right? Years ago. Classical yeah. gas. Remember classical gas, Mason yeah. Williams? Oh, that, 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 different that, Mason Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that song. The greatest. <laughs> yeah. So the great instrumental. Mason, he's so he's playing with them now. I don't know how long he'll stay with the team, but he's there right now. Right. Yeah, maybe is gone. Yeah, Cameron maybe he got gone. a hit at least. Yeah. <laughs> he did get a hit. I'm glad. I'm glad he got a little bit. 28, I think he went. And they finally dropped him. But also, yeah. they, dropped, yeah. they dropped the Sam McWilliams, who was their yeah. pickup in the winter. Uh, a surprise pick. Um, he never made it to the majors. He never yeah. made the majors prior to this. And they just designated him. I don't know if he, if anyone picked him up. Uh, sure. No one picks him up. He'll go right back to the miners there. But we'll see. I was very surprised to hear about that. And then there was that that uh, poor taste remark that Bob Brenly mentioned the other day. Yep. Oh yeah, God. What? Uh, want to talk about this? Yeah, yeah. Who, who wants to talk about this for a second? I don't know exactly. I don't. Anybody want to review what happened? Okay. So anyway, so Bob Renly, who's who's you want to mention it? Uh, Steve, Steve wants to say something, Mark. Steve well, 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 Stroman wears a do rag under his hat to uh, to cool his head off a little, and uh, Brenly said that uh, is that do rag that uh, Tom Seaver wore back in the day? Oh, and they uh, and Stroman took it as a uh, racial uh, in- insult, and it went from there. Right. Now Brenly has to go over. And- Friendly has to do with sensitivity training now. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, I know yeah, he I apologized. Yeah. He apologized publicly. He apologized and he asked and he said he's gonna go through sensitivity training. <laughs> Can't say a word you know, today. Yeah, can I say it's too strong? soft? Plays are too soft. Sorry. Can uh, Mark, can I say something about Strowman? Absolutely. He's uh, he's from Long Island. He's from Patchogue. I happened to see him in a couple of different instances. Um, I saw him pitch against our high school team, and he also played shortstop. He was a hell of a hitter. It, we we played them in the uh, playoffs, and he hit one off the roof of the building into his school. But he's also he was also a very very good basketball player. And even though he's only about five seven, he shot anywhere from inside half court was his shooting range. And he was an all-league basketball player at Patchogue. Right. And he went to Duke. Yep. And he played against uh, Mats. Mats. Mats played in the the school where I taught at and I coached at. Mats was in that league and so was Stroman. Right, right. 
So, Nats was a great hitter too. Yeah. He played first base when he didn't. Stroman was a shortstop and Mats, when he wasn't pitching, played first base. Didn't, didn't Mats have a great game hitting in his first game as a man? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he got two hits. I don't know all the details, but Three I Three hits, five RBIs. But I knew it was something like that. Yep. Larry? You no. Know, the, the thing is that the high, to get about number of at-bats, I think the highest batting average in the majors now is DeGrom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's like <laughs> nine for nineteen, I think. Yep. Yeah, there was an interesting figure that that Degrom has driven in as many runs as he's given up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> really? That's amazing. Very I guess he doesn't want the DH in the national. <laughs> um, I don't either. Okay. Good insight there. And let's go to the Yankees, the other side of the uh, the river there. So last week at this time they were twenty eight and twenty. About to play the doubleheader with the Blue Jays. Uh, today, they're 31 and 25. Actually, 26. They lost today, right? So yeah, 31 down 9 1. 9 2, they lost. 9 2 final. So 31 and 26, third place behind Tampa Bay. Didn't Cole pitch today? Yep. Yeah, didn't have it. Didn't have it. There were sour grapes today because they were arguing that um, the umpire wasn't consistent. All, yeah. good, a lot of calls were going against the Yankees and in favor of the uh, uh, of Tampa Bay as far as balls and strikes go in the zone he was calling. So what's their problem? Not, no Yankee luck today, huh? So you Yankee fans, oh. what's their problem? They can't, can't run the bases I, and they can't field. Can't they can't hit. I can tell you, you know, I was uh, just reporting in on Monday. I went to Monday's game. Right. Uh, they're right. playing the most uninspiring baseball there could be. They're just flat as ever. There's nothing going on on the field. I mean, the, the most emotion that they've shown on the bench has, was when Gardner hit a home run today. That's the most. And then uh, uh, Lameo got annoyed uh, at some calls and he started throwing some things around in the dugout. But besides that, they're really uninspiring. Uh, I mean, I went, I went to Monday's game. And they, they were just hitting the ball in the infield. You know, if that's what you're doing, you know, why don't you be a little creative and, and uh, you, know, you know, give them the hint that you may bunt or choke up on a bat just to, just to move, the, move the, the defensive players around or anything. There's nothing imaginative. Aaron Boone doesn't put a fire under people's butts at all. Uh, I, I, I just don't understand the way they play. Uh, and Sanchez, Sanchez is a terrible base runner. That oh, works. That's been going for years. It's terrible. And it's ter yeah. Terrible is putting it mildly. But he hardly ever gets on. So he's got yeah, no value he strikes out. He has no value to be traded. Now, you want me to report how it went to going to a ballpark? Yeah. Actually, uh, we're in a season ticket area, and uh, Carolyn and I got there early. We were going to drive in, but we ended up taking the train in. So we got there. Um, about an hour early before our, we had a reservation at the steakhouse for lunch at 11.30 and uh, got there about 10.30. They let us into the Hard Rock and uh, they're supposed to check your tickets and the guy didn't know what the hell he was talking about. He says, you're, you're in an unvaccinated area. And he says, that's not true because we knew it because we're, we're in a season ticket area. So it was really bizarre uh situation being used to for so many years to being in a full stadium to sit there and there wasn't even 10,000 people in the stadium 
was really weird. Well, what's through. what's their uh, capa that's capacity, isn't it? I think it's about twelve thousand, eleven thousand, whatever. But it, it was. I don't think there were ten thousand people there. It was Memorial Day, and and uh, on top of that, that they played boring baseball. You know, concession stands. There's only one big concession stand on each level. Uh, which is run by Nathan's, and then you can get hot dogs, hamburgers, or whatever. They even serve beef. No longer Harry M. Stevens? Bummy? No. Remember Harry M. Stevens? Harry M. That, that's going back, Joe. That's yeah, going way back. That's why I go way back. Yeah, you and me, Joe. They, they, ran, that too. they ran everything when I was a kid. That's all yeah, that was. Right. My, Andy, did you at least have a good steak? Actually, no. It was the opening day of the NYY Steakhouse. They did give me my personal knife that I have there. But the uh, manager came over, welcomed us back, and the whole thing. Um, we ended up having two hamburgers, and they were dry. So I complained about that, so they took 50% off the bill. <laughs> but, but whatever it, it, it was, it was nice to be, in that sense, back in there. And after not using my personal knife for a year and a half, it was nice to see it. But I have an old knife that has my, my name engraved on it over there. So, <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, that goes back years. When the, the year that it first opened up, uh, my brother-in-law and I went so many times that they, they gave us that honor with a knife. So anyway, um, and he passed away. And then that knife we have at home here on a wall uh, in, in his memory. But anyway... Uh, so it, it, it was uh, weird because uh, we are in the section 217 and right in back of the section is always the premium, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, sausage stand that's served beer and soda, peanuts and everything. There's, there's no concessions going on in the stands. Uh, nobody's walking around selling peanuts or beer or anything. Oh. If you want anything, you have to go get it yourself. And um, that was a little strange. Um, Besides from that, uh, um, uh, they're supposed to check you to see whether you, you have, uh, you're vaccinated, but they didn't. So they fell, in, they fell apart on that part. But um, otherwise it was nice to go there. Uh, we had the game, we had Sunday's game, Carol and I in our group against Boston, which was originally a day game and we wanted to go to the day games this year. And they switched it to a, to a night game, so we were able to sell it off within the group. So, so we're not going. My next game is um, July third. Uh, that's an afternoon game, and that's okay. that's that's a report of that. But uh, the Yankees are just playing. I imagine with baseball, they got no fire in them whatsoever. Uh, and as much as uh, you hear the commentary from people like Michael Kay. He's an employee over there. He's going to back up Boone. He's going to back up the, 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 the coaching staff. Um, I look across the, across the way to the Mets. They fired the, some of their coaching staff, and they started to do better. So there's something to be said about the coaching staff and the strategy that they're putting in. Um, I think there's a value to it. Otherwise, we wouldn't have any coaches to start with. That's my opinion. Yeah. But uh, something is very wrong over there. If George would have been alive, they all would have been fired two years ago. That's my opinion. There was an article in today's paper before this game. Like Thanks, running. Did you see the article in today's paper, Ron? I'll get you in a second. Okay. Uh, there's an article in today's paper <laughs> saying, you know, the Yankees won the last two games before yeah. losing today. They said, did they turn the corner? 
You know, maybe mm. this is the start of something. <laughs> they got thrown out at the corner. And they had to. Uh... If, if, if they would have won today, you could probably say maybe, you know, it would have taken three out of four. Mm. And if they take two out of three from the Red Sox, yeah, they would have been five and two. But, sure. but yeah. you know, today's got to be upsetting. Best pitch is pitching. They lose nine, two. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Ron, you want to say something? Well, yeah, no, just uh, with what Danny said, in contrast, we were at City Field last week. And they, unless you're in a vaccinated section, they do not check. You don't have to be vaccinated for to get into City Field unless you're going into a vaccinated section. That That's the only time they check. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. So that's a, what do you say? It's hard. Well, we didn't have to. We weren't in the vaccinated section, right? So we didn't have to show a card or anything to get in, right? right. But well, you sat in the thing. section where you had to wear a mask. Then, yeah, it's, it's well, hard, you, right? I, yeah, yeah, I guess. But you don't wear the mask when you're sitting in the section. You, you're separated. I'm not wearing it. Yeah, if, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm outdoors. And... They recommend to. I don't know what they. The rules are so ridiculous. You don't, you don't know what you can do, what you can't do, where you can do it, when you can do it. Well, it's really not clear throughout the. Just to reiterate what I said last week, you know the rules allow uh, the, the indoor stadiums to be practically full, like 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 the garden, right? And yet the, the people are on top of each other. You got 50, 12, 50,000, that many in the garden. And then they only allow 25% capacity at, uh, at Yankee Stadium and an outdoor stadium. Right, right, that right. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Doesn't make any sense. I, don't, I, I thought the same thing. Yeah. But no. getting back, getting back to the actual Yankees problem, they have this kid in the minors. Anyone uh, know anything yeah. about him? Well, well. Chris, Chris, Chris Gittins. Gittins. He's a yeah. first first baseman. He, he's doing rather well. 27 years old. They're not they're not satisfied with Brett Gardner as a everyday center fielder. Uh, and they put they put um, a judge in center field the other day, right? So my question is also somebody like uh, Stanton, the you know, one way player. He's he's a pretty good good fielder. Put him on the field. Maybe he'll start hitting better. Also. I don't want him to get hurt. Right. Oh, please, a bunch of horses. <laughs> you know, a bunch of a bunch of wussies. You know, he maybe, says, my left toenail hurts. I got to sit out ten minutes. Maybe, maybe you should try Clint Fraser in center field. I know, Mil Milton. What do you think? One big problem the Yankees have is they have had twenty-eight men thrown out on the bases. The average right. base yeah. was fifteen. It's horrible. I saw Torres yeah. picked off first base. You know, and yeah. Yeah. Them. In high school, they're taught how to run the bases. Mm. Never run if the ball's hit in front of you from second yeah. to third. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm telling you, you did, I had to turn them off and I watched Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Did anyone see uh, the, the Gio Yoshella three ball walk during the week? Yeah. yeah. I heard about it. My God, he, he kept fouling pitches off a ball, fouling yeah. more pitches off. He must have been up there for some time. He must have fouled off six, seven pitches. And then there was another, the third ball came and uh, it was ball three, but they all thought it was ball four. And he walks to first base and no one, oh. nobody picked, 
Both sides. No one picked it up till later. The both the home plates of the umpire said before. I don't know. The, the umpire has their uh, interview. Yeah, the third, the third ball yeah. he actually hit with the bat, but I gave. I think he gave him a ball on a on a pitch that he actually touched with the bat. Yeah. So they Luke Voigt's going to be out two months. Luke Voigt will be out at least two months. Really? Or he is going to be out two months. I don't think you'll see Corey Kluber back this year. I don't know. Oh, uh, Aaron Hicks, we said, is gone for the year. Yeah. Uh, Chapman was out a, a day or two last week, and but he. Um, yeah, he was all right. He was sick. Why well, he go sick. away? No one knows. And Zach Britton has been uh, doing uh, rehab. Did you hear his story? Uh, he was doing rehab in Double A Somerset. Yeah. And uh, it's 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 big time for these these minor leaguers seeing a major leaguer on their team doing rehab as one of them. But they, of course, they don't make as much money as uh, Zach Britton. So while he's been there, he's been picking up the tabs for dinner for the whole team. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's great. That's, that's, great. that's, that's really a tradition. Cool. Yeah, tradition is that what they do? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it, it's tradition that a big leaguer does that when he goes down to rehab. The Brian did that also in his, his uh, minor league stint recently. Who was that? He yeah. picked up the tab. Who was that? Yeah. The Grom. Oh, the Grom. The Grom. It's, picked up it's the like tab. a tab for family. Yeah, for Roger, you family. should better just talk rather than raise your hand, Roger. Just okay. talk. Go ahead, Roger. Me today, Larry. You <laughs> must be invisible today. Yeah. <laughs> No, I was just talking. We were talking, you know, last time. Um, I think Mike Finer was saying, you remember, whether Mets should, you know, not uh, should get rid of Degrom because they they don't win most of the games he starts. And that's what he always <laughs> says, Michael. Yeah. With Cole today losing, I think they're six and six in his twelve starts. I mean, he's not getting much run support either. Right. Um, I mean, the schedule's been weird. The Yankees have played Tampa thirteen times. They haven't played the Red Sox yet, which yeah. I know they'll play them tomorrow. And that's nineteen games with the Red Sox yet. And only two yeah, series right. left with Tampa, so it's and that's right. at the end of the season. But I agree, they've been they've they've been very hard to watch. The base running has been atrocious, and uh, uh, the hitting is just there's no clutch hitting. Oh, I mean, nothing, nothing. like today they got two solo homers. That's all they got. That's it. It's all or nothing, though. Yeah, it's all or nothing. Uh, Fred, it's a it's almost like the same mistakes over and over again. I mean Sanchez. I mean playing you know on second base, a hard hit ground ball to shortstop. You don't run. You don't run. You know. Balls out in front once, three twice, three times. I mean, the balls out in front, right? I mean, it's you know, and it's not like it's you know, it's not like a slow hit ball where the guy has to charge it and maybe you can make it. it was hard hit ground balls, you know, where there's no doubt, you know, just really, and their fielding is much better. You thought he would redeem himself? What was it in the ninth? That the the tenth inning? What? what? when he came up with a runner on third base and he struck out. Right. I mean, the one who's been making some nice plays is Frazier in the outfield. Yeah, he's the only one. I yeah, mean, he, he did. But the game, the other day, he hit a home run in the 11th inning, and then he made a great play in the 8th inning, I think it was. Yeah. yeah he's, he's I was watching a game just now, and I was wondering, yeah. anybody know who the third base coach is for Tampa Bay? He looks like a no. sumo wrestler. This guy hasn't missed a meal in 20 years. <laughs> you can Google it. You can Google it. Third base yeah. coach Tampa Bay. I'll give you the answer. Google knows everything. Yeah. 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 Now, there was a story that uh, this is going back to going now to other other teams around the league. 
There was a story that uh, Shohei Otani last week was scheduled to start a game. <laughs> I think, uh, remember, they play in, uh, in Los, Los Angeles, and the game was going to be in Oakland. And he got, he got uh, caught up in the Oakland traffic. Yeah, right. It was yeah. an accident or something. something oh, yeah, I heard about bridge. that. <laughs> so he, he quickly got out of the cars. Maybe he was in a, in a cab or something. And then he, he went to the subway system, the BART right. system. Yeah, you yeah. Know, Bay Area Rapid Traffic. And that was slow. So the poor guy who pitches, I think, once a week got there too late <laughs> to warm mm-hmm. up. So he, he missed the day start. He did the mm-hmm. He did play as a DH. He, he pitched the following day. But I thought it was an interesting story. I think he had a home in that game. Right. I don't know, but that's, he missed it. Yeah. And uh, Cody Bellinger is back with the Dodgers yeah. after his broken leg, but he's not doing so good. He did well last night. Last night they scored yep. two homers. 11, yeah, no. Well, finally he woke up. Um, yeah. They won. They got 11 runs in the first inning, I believe, yesterday. Yesterday, the Cardinal thing. Uh, 14 to three, but yeah. he was only batting 200 coming into last night's game. Yeah. So maybe he turned the corner. And our friend Matt Harvey, off to uh-huh. the is now three and six. Yeah, he's. Uh... And the team is terrible. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I resorted back to the Baltimore Orioles. Did, did they win last night? Because I was watching, they were winning late. I don't know. I don't remember the scores. There. I still look it up. I'll look it up. I think they did against the Twins. Hey, Mark, I Ron has a question. Yeah. All right. Thank you there, Roger. Yeah. No, uh, Mark, it's me, Ronnie. I just want to, before we leave baseball, I want to give a quick shout out to one of the hottest teams in baseball <laughs> uh, today. Chicago my, Cubs. my Chicago Cubs <laughs> swept the San Diego Padres. Yeah. And they're now, uh, I think they're a game and a half in front of the Cardinals in first place. Right. They're hot. They want to streak. Yeah, right. Chris no Bryant. No one saw that coming. Yeah. Chris right? Bryant is, is uh, on a hot streak. And that's the play the Mets could have had. That, that's right. Good, in, the, in the beginning oh, yeah. of the season, they probably could have got him cheap. And Who Javi Baez is on a home run hitting streak. He hit a couple of I think 455 foot home runs this past week. Very, wow. very interesting series coming up, Ron. They're, they're in San Francisco for the weekend. The Giants. There That's going to be a very I, interesting series. Two I surprising hoping, teams. I was, I was hoping Howie would be on to give uh, the West yeah. Coast. Uh, he's on vacation. Yeah, he said he was oh. going to be on vacation. Oh, okay, just, that's all I wanted to say about okay. my cup. Well, yeah, I don't think I have any cup stuff, so thank uh-huh. you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> so other stories down the line here. Archie Bradley. Remember Archie Bradley? Or, yeah. yeah. Archie Bunker, but Archie, Archie Bradley, the pitcher. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, we had that beard. Uh, he's on the fills now, if you haven't kept track of his. Oh, he was on the Diamondbacks, right? He was, thought he was, was on the Reds. He's on the fills, I think, now. Anyway, he had a comment about the shift. And we've talked about the shift many mm-hmm. times on, on the show. Oh, he says, and I'm quoting him, take the shift out of the effing baseball. He's 100%, <laughs> he's 100% right. He's right. He's not. If Ted Williams had to hit, hit through the shift, then everybody has to hit through the shift. Right, right. All right. Uh, I, not adjusting. I agree. I, I like Bobby Valentine's solution. You can only do add strategy. You can only do so many shifts 
in a game. So you have, a manager yeah. will have to, no, really. So the manager will have to know when do I do I do I want to save the shit for the seventh or eighth inning? I think that's a great idea. I, I, I don't. I no, nobody else likes that. You have to no. Twelve track. ships a game. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah, it's a great idea. You, I, as I can't see that. That's another thing the umpire has to keep track of. Gerald has a question. Uh, go ahead. Who? Gerald. Gerald, thank you. Just want to mention two things. The Orioles won yesterday six to three. And just to uh, digress a little bit, uh, regarding last week, I mentioned that oh, yeah. uh, a pitcher named Henry Schmidt yeah, had the most that. victories in his – actually, in his last season, it was actually – his only season in major leagues in 1903, he had 22 victories for the Brooklyn Spurbers, and that record was broken by Koufax in his last year. He had 27 victories. But my only point is this. He played one year for the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1903. They offered him a contract for 1904. He refused. He yeah. sent the contract back with a note. I don't like living in the East. And he went back to the Pacific coast to play in the minor leagues. Did you ever hear of that? Wow. <laughs> Maybe he got pressure from the wife. Yeah. Uh, I don't like those. these people. <laughs> in Brooklyn, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, another interesting thing took place this past week. Uh, the two millionth run was scored in Major League Baseball. Josh Donaldson, who's now on the Twins, Mm. on a ground rule double by Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz is unbelievable. That's another story. Yeah. Um, but they said not as much as big up, build up as the one million. Right. Right. Bob Watson Bob did that Watson in 75. So it took 46 years, if my math <laughs> is correct, to right. score a million runs. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. So... Uh, the, the, the first run ever scored was in 1876 by a Tim McKinley of the Boston Red Stockings. But now they said if they move, if they move all the Negro League stats over, mm. then this Josh Donaldson doesn't get credit as the two millionth run. Right? Mm. That means the two millionth run already happened somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. All right, move on from here. Oh, that's right. Uh, Cowboy Joe West, the umpire. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Became the all-time yeah. leader in um, uh, umpiring games, 5,376. He passed a Hall of Famer, Bill Clem. Does anyone remember Bill Clem? I don't. Remember sure. the name. Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's one of the great umpires in yeah. yeah, he's before our time. Yeah. Way before our time. Yeah, a lot of people don't like Joe West. He's one of those umpires. Because yeah. <laughs> he stinks. <laughs> they think he gets too involved in the game, like 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 picking up um what's the pitcher on the Mets and they're during a fight, um and body slamming him to the ground. What? Uh, <laughs> years ago in nineteen ninety one. 30 years ago. Wow. Don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember the guy's name. But... All right, but still, so he's now the all-time leader in umpiring games. Whoopie do. Uh, the Braves, Marcel Ozuna, oh. arrested for domestic yeah. aggravated yeah, yeah. assault, yeah. strangling his wife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's currently on the, uh, the IL because of dislocated fingers. 
But I don't think you're going to see him back in baseball this year. He's got to do uh, – he'll definitely have jail time, maybe. Mm-hmm. And Major League Baseball is going to suspend him. Yeah. It sure sh- was his girlfriend. Is sure it was his wife? No, no, it was his wife. They're in the middle of a divorce. <laughs> yeah. okay. And she got arrested last year for domestic violence. You're very nice. <laughs> <laughs> she did. No, sorry. no, it's true. that They, they said mm-hmm. that in the article. Yeah, I read that too. Anyway, Major Baseball is, is trying to make some <laughs> right. money on, on, on certain baseball caps. And you guys read this story. Yeah. They're putting personal area codes oh. on home teams' caps for the, the, uh, the city that they play in. For instance, New York, <laughs> you'd say the Yankees would have a, a 718 or a 212. One two, whatever the area codes are to get. Oh, that's that's my area code, and you get a cap with that number. And and uh, it's a Met or a Yankee hat. But they had some problems. You read some of the problems. Kansas City, for instance, they have certain area codes 913, 316, 785, and 620 in the Kansas City area, but the main area code was 816, but there was no cap for 816. <laughs> Imagine that. And Tampa, Tampa Bay, the Rays, there was a, they did an 813, but there was no 727, which is actually St. Petersburg, where the, nice. the Rays play. Play, yeah, yeah. So they said they should, they, they're, they're, the, the Rays should do a 615, which they say is Nashville, where that team should move. <laughs> so if if the olympics go on if the olympics go on in in tokyo baseball is is back of course and the major league is not playing remember i think one year they stopped for a couple of weeks to actually play have an all-star team of major league players yeah but now they're taking ex-major league players, not the college kids. They're taking like a David Robinson, guys who don't have jobs. Todd Frazier, Matt Kemp, Homer Bailey. These are people trying out for this particular Two no hitters, I think. Yep. I think so, Joe. Homer Bailey is right. right? Yep. And Mike, and Mike Socher is the, uh, the manager of that team. And how about the uh, the Toronto Blue Jays? They had this pitcher pitch last week. His name was Alec Minoa. I thought right. it was Minora. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's had to look closely. It's Minoa. <laughs> and uh, last weekend, the Tampa Bay Rays and the Philadelphia Phillies played a game in which there were 31 strikeouts combined in the game. Oh. It wasn't the record. The record is 35. But can you imagine going to a game and you see 31 strikeouts? Are these the games you'd like to go to? Well, you, no. well, you no. want a 10-9 game. What do you think? I don't know. You know, it depends on the game. A couple of weeks ago, the Yankees played the White Sox. It was a great game. Montgomery pitched against Rondon. It was a lot of strikeouts, but it, but it wasn't for the lack of hitting. It seemed it was more like superior pitching. And it, that, to me, seemed like a very good game. That was the game the Yankees made the triple play. It, yeah. it, it depends. You know, strikeouts, it can be exciting if it's, but for the most part, it's very dull. 
I like 10-9. My team wins. <laughs> yeah, I like a one nothing game. A little boring to me. A little boring to me. But everybody, everybody has their uh, yeah. likes and dislikes. Right. Uh, all-star voting has begun as of, I believe, today. <laughs> so if you want to vote for the all-star team, be my guest. Uh, what else happened? Happy birthday, Terry Collins, former Met manager, the longest tenured Met manager, seven season. Right. Had his birthday. I don't have his age here, but he had his birthday. And then we talked about Mike Marshall, who died. Oh, 78 wow. years old. Wow. Great relief pitcher. First, we said first relief pitcher to actually win the Cy Young Award in 1974. When he pitched 106 games. Yeah, yeah. every day. That's amazing. Almost every day, right? Yeah, uh, he pitched day. in 67. Something happened in 68. He did not. Then he went from 69 to 81. <laughs> he played for nine teams. I was unaware of this. He played for Detroit. He started Milwaukee, Houston. Washington was still around. The Dodgers. He played 74 to 76 when he had that record. Atlanta, Texas Rangers, Minnesota. Then he ended up with the Mets. <laughs> I can't find a Met card with pitcher Mike Marshall. There was a Mike Marshall who was an outfielder. Field, yeah, remember him. Yeah, yeah. But I can't find a baseball card with Mike Marshall as a uh, as a pitcher. Okay, let's go on to uh, basketball. Ron, you have any basketball news for us? Just, just a little next bit. Win, next win. Uh, well, last night the uh, Knicks got eliminated by the Hawks in five games, and it, it was a very eventful week uh, at the Garden with the fans acting uh, worse than any Ranger game I've ever been to. <laughs> and I, I just thought that to curse out, I mean, the worst thing in the Ranger game you hear, obviously, is everybody knows is Pat Vincent. <laughs> Not any curse words. And I know from uh, when I used to take uh, my kids to the games, if anybody around me cursed, I always used to like tell them to, to calm down a bit. But uh, Trey Young, he had his way with the Knicks this past yeah. week. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the Knicks uh, didn't do, you know, they had a good season, but, you know, yeah. it's what you do in the playoffs that counts. I don't know if anybody else wants to chime in about the Knicks. Well, at least I made the playoffs this year. Well, yeah. you know what, though? That's, uh, you know, sometimes that, that just doesn't uh, cut it. They finally had a coach that kept them together. They, they, they played exciting ball this season, which was not expected. Right, they took a step forward, and that's the yeah, way to go. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> big step forward. Fred, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, if, beginning of the year, everybody thought the Knicks would maybe win twenty-five games. Right. So, so if if you would if right. you would have somebody would have said to you they're going to lose in in five games with a home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs, mm -hmm. then you you would have said it, you would have been ecstatic. So I mean, they they had a great year, but I mean, you know, but but it, the playoffs did show that that Julius Randle is. You know, carried the team in the first round, but he he, he really is not a, a a number one star. He's he's a great complimentary number two. They need to bring in somebody who's who who's really great and they have a one two. I'm not I'm not sure who's free agents this year. I I, I know I think Anthony Davis did he resign with the with the Lakers or he's or he will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he did. 
He yeah, did. So yeah, I, he did. The thing, but, the thing, the thing that I think that uh, it showed the weakness of the Knicks is they don't have a uh, they don't have another go to player. Mm-hmm. So the the Hawks were able to collapse on uh, on Randall and mm-hmm. force him into a lot of bad shots and a lot of turnovers. Yeah, it, it just yeah. seemed like and a yet, lot. Of- and yet, and yet they were able to get back and defend. I mean, they just played beautifully. Yeah. The Hawks, they just did. And right. Trey Young, I mean, there was no answer for Trey Young. That kid is right. some player. Yeah. At the end of the series, you see they all hugged each other after the end. Yeah. Yeah. The cursing and then the, the trash talking. Uh, the Hawks sent uh, them. Well, they won. Each other. Yeah. They won and they move on. Uh, let's go from a Gerald and then we'll go to Stephen. Gerald? Bob Cousy made a comment that, uh, within the last couple of days about Kyrie Irving. He said the Celtics made the biggest mistake by not retaining him. I know he had all kinds of baggage and all, but what a difference that would have made if he was if he was a Celtic. Yeah. I think the Celtics weren't the Celtics without at least one star player. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tatum threw down what 50 points in one game, but they didn't have anybody else. They were out there. And, and, and the guy who was Williams, the guy guy who was great at shot blocking and defense in the first first game, he got hurt. I don't think he played the rest of the series. Robert Williams. Yeah, yeah. Steven? The, uh, the, uh, the Knicks need a shooter, too. They don't yes. have a shooter. Yeah. Right. And they don't have a point guard, but besides that, what they got? <laughs> Same story. How many years have we been saying that? Yeah. Well, the, to me, the next round is going to be interesting. You got... The Bucks Nets series, which I can't wait for, but I, yeah, it should be a good personally, series. Personally, the way the Nets played in the first round, they're not gonna have. I don't think they're gonna have that much trouble. Uh, you think they're gonna beat the Bucks? Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. I think they will. I think really? Uh, besides uh, Giannis and maybe uh, Holiday. Who, who Mid- else? Chris Holiday. Middleton is very good. Yeah, but they, they don't have the scoring to keep up with. And, I don't and, think. I don't think there's anybody on the Nets that could stop uh, Giannis. Well, the, the trick we'll to see. stopping him is just, just block the middle, clog up the middle. And then, you know, that's what they did to him last year. And look what, you know, what Miami did to him last year. And look what happened. Where's the first go? In, in Brooklyn or in uh, Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn. 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 Roger. Roger. Yeah, Ron, they got they got to play defense. These were the two highest scored scoring teams, I think, in the NBA this year. And the Nets have not shown any willingness to play any defense. And Milwaukee, at least from watching the first round, did play good defense. Uh, maybe the Heat underachieved a little, but they look good in Milwaukee. And I saw some, you know, prognosticators already saying Milwaukee in seventh. I mean, I like the Nets, but I'm I like to see a little defense. You know, that's why it was good to hear the Garden chanting defense. I hadn't heard that in a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when, no, when you score like the Nets can, just if you outscore, you know, you just I, that score. usually works in a regular season. In playoffs, that usually doesn't work, but we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Ron, since you're talking basketball, what's happened with you, the, the Lakers? Are they, are they, are they out? Two, three. They're losing. Well, they were, they're down two, three without Anthony Davis. True. Right. They played tonight in LA. I don't know what his status is yet. I mean, uh, it doesn't look good, that's for sure. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow, obviously. And if, they, if the Lakers do pull out the game tonight, who, all, 
you never know in the game seven. But then you have to go to the other LA team, who's technically in a rougher situation. <laughs> they lost last night to the Mavericks. They're down three two, and their next game is in Dallas. Right. right. And Doncic seems to have recovered. <laughs> from the back injury or neck injury that he had. Yeah. And he could just carry a team by himself. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yep it's yep. like he can do anything. It's, it's almost as if he can do anything he wants. How old is he, Ron? I think he's 22. <laughs> yeah, wow. No, he, he, the kid, he's, he's the same age, he, he was in the same draft as Trey Young. So, oh, right, 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 right. A kid, a kid. So did uh, – well, something to say. Yeah, Fred. Yeah, Fred, you want to say you something? The only thing going back to the Clippers series, though, I think every, every road, every game has been won by the road team. Yeah. So yeah. maybe, maybe, I don't know if Dallas is due to win at home. We'll have to see. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, uh, the other interesting series in the East is the Atlanta Philly series. Yeah. Very you know, nice. especially with Embiid, with the torn meniscus, or that's what they say. Maltair, yeah. How so, can he play with that? They said in today's paper they they expect him back sometime. And they're not sure when. Just saying that. That's a quote that. from Doc Rivers. Don't he, leave him. <laughs> so the torn meniscus doesn't doesn't work. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens down the line as these series finally end up and they go on to the next round. We could talk about that next week. So Marv Albert supposedly had announced his last game at Madison Square Garden last night. Yep. Yeah. Did he say anything? It's my last game in Madison Square Garden. Anyone hear anything? Uh, Roger, I was watching the Knicks. Yeah, just uh, something on, uh, especially on the NBA app. The one big moment that he recalled was when Willis Reed came on to, on the floor yeah. in 1970. Uh, right. The Lakers. That was his most memorable moment. He said, he said the Garden was never louder than that. Yeah, maybe we should get him on the show since he's, <laughs> once he retires. He's not going to do, you know what I mean? We need, yes. we need someone who knows him to give us an in or something. I don't know. Does anybody rem- remember that, that that game was not televised live in New York? Right. It wasn't televised live anywhere. Yeah. Right. No, no, I think that rest of the country, right? No. You no. used to have show later blackouts on. because the right. arenas yeah. didn't yeah. sell out in those days. Right. Do I say something, Mark? Yes, yes, yes. Hello there, Michael in the car. Hello there. I'm on the way home from the Yankee game. But who's, uh, in who's those days... Wait, wait, Michael, 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 who's with you? Uh, my son, Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Pleasure. Hi, Jesse. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> yeah, back in those days, I lived on 4607 218th Street, and my TV with rabbit ears would pick up Channel 8. And in those days... Oh, from Connecticut, the, right? Uh, Nick games yeah. are on Channel 7, <laughs> and I was able to have people come over, and I watched that game. And I watched all of the home games from the Garden, and it was the coolest thing in the entire world. And it's like it was like having high class cable. So that that's my uh, Nick story in those days. And it really was exciting when when uh, uh, he came out, and uh, it was you know it was the great teams. What can I tell you? Yeah, sixty nine and seventy, and what was it seventy one? Right, sure, seventy three. Yeah, seventy three. Yeah. So moving on from here, another. Uh, uh, Story came out that Adam Silver, commissioner, wants to continue these play-in games. They say it makes it very exciting. He wants it to be a permanent thing. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but uh, it just adds, added uh, what games? The play-in play games. games. You know, you have uh, you know, seven, ten, eight, nine. All those. Th- the way they do that, just to get more teams involved at the end there. 
interesting. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, Danny Ainge, the Celtics president of basketball operations, stepping down, and the current coach, Brad Stevens, is going to move up to that position. So now they need a head coach. Mm-hmm. Celtics need a head coach. Anybody here available? <laughs> you said you could. Rochester, why don't you get in there? No. <laughs> on the list. And coaching, coaching today's players are a lot different than it was when I started. Maybe you should when I started coaching in the seventies. I don't know. And then uh, Bill Mike Russell is available. Yeah, Mike yeah. Mike Krzyzewski. Krzyzewski. One more year. Yeah, one more one year. One more year, and then he's gone. And uh, fabulous career. Oh, yeah. 170 wins at the moment, 361 losses, 76.5% rate. Um, He made a quote. He says, my family and I view today as a celebration. Our time both at West Point, because he coached at West Point and Duke, has been beyond amazing, and we are thankful. That coupled with my 11 unforgettable years as the United States national team coach, has resulted in a remarkable journey. Great coach, definitely a great coach. You know, he started 38 and 47, his first three seasons at Duke. Right. Mm -hmm. And he went on to win five national titles. Mm -hmm. Truly amazing. And there was a death in basketball. Did you guys hear about this one, Mark Eaton? Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Seven foot four. Yeah. Before a bicycle crash. Right. Oh. Retired basket, the block shocking, sh- the block uh, shot. Shot, shot blocking king. Right. Yeah. Utah oh, yeah. Jazz is in fi- entire career, seven feet four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big guys. Uh, 50, number 53 uniform. We never, did we mention him as 53 uh, when we did number 53? I don't remember. Said Daryl Dawkins instead. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah. Love he played all, seven, all 11 seasons with the Jazz. Uh, he's third to Carl Malone and John Stockton for games played. So make let him rest in peace on that. How about hockey? What do we got in hockey, Ron and uh, Fred? Anything? Well, well the, the big, the big, the big shock to me was Montreal coming back from three games to one down to to beat Toronto and and advance, which they won their first game. I know the top story here is the Islanders in Boston tied one one, but that that was quite a shock what Montreal did. Uh, Fred, one thing about the Toronto uh, loss, yeah. you know how many years it's been since Toronto has won the Stanley Cup? Yeah, since 1967, because I, I tell you how I, I think I've told you this, I know, I know it. I know a rabbi, Rabbi David Wise, who's a Hollis Hills Bayside Jewish Center right, right, from right. Toronto, and he's a huge hockey fan, and his his email address is last cup 67. I remember I remember seeing that and I told him, I said, You must be a hockey fan. He says, You're you're the first one whoever whoever uh, noticed everybody else thinks it's about a kiddish cup. He never talks about it, so I mean I would Yeah, I know. Yeah. What, what I wanted yeah. to mention though, about 67, 54 years, Fred. What does that remind you of? Right, 1940, 1940, right. 94. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I picked I picked Toronto in the beginning part of the season. That was my pick. So, so be it. Larry? By the way, just to go back to the baseball for a minute, the million the million runs 
is 4.47 per game over that um, period. That's, that's, that's how it averages out to 4.47 per team. Um, per, per game? Per game. Divide everything. If they still, they always had 30 <laughs> teams and all of that. Just interesting. Okay. Per Roger, day. I see your hand. Ron, I'm just asking that the Tavares injury, how that impacted Toronto. You think that was a, that really. Oh, oh, with, without a doubt. You lose yeah. your captain and uh, possibly, well, your second best player on the team. It, it obviously had to, but, you know, Toronto, they're just snake bit. I'm sorry. Yeah. They, like, they, they, there was a thing that, does that, everybody know what the Venn diagram is? Toronto and the Titanic. <laughs> and they both looked great till they hit the ice. A few years ago when they, they had one, they lost two goals or something in the last few seconds. I, I, yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. But uh, to go back to uh, Montreal for a second, I, I, I don't know if anybody watched the Montreal-Winnipeg game last night. Mm. I know Fred might have. I saw a little bit of it. I had in my wandering. won that first game. Yeah. Well, M Montreal won, but I don't know if anybody saw that vicious hit at the end. Yeah. No, I missed that. Okay, you, you got to see what happened to this poor Canadian. With about a minute to go, uh, empty net day. Winnipeg had an empty net. The Montreal guy skates down, goes behind the net, oh and stuffs in the puck. As he's stuffing in the puck, a Winnipeg Jet, Mark Shifley, mm. crushes him with a, what I think is a dirty hit. If, if anybody has a chance, just Google the hit. And he was there to take him out on the stretcher, unfortunately, Jeez. the uh, Canadian player. And I hope he gets suspended for the rest of the series, at least. Uh, it, it's a brutal hit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, play did, you for them? did you see that, Raj? I, I saw it on a, a sports center this morning, Ron. Yeah, they showed oh. it about a hundred times. Was yeah. he a key player? No, I don't think he was. A, he was a fourth line player. Oh, right. But a, still, you right. know, right. It really right. laid into him. Yeah. Oh, right. unbelievable! But uh, that's all about that series. Eh? Yeah. All right, yeah. and there are other series going on, and the Islanders in Boston. Game Game Three tonight. Game Two, yeah. yeah. We'll have to see what happens as we move right along there. Uh, Gretzky card. A Gretzky rookie card. <laughs> went for $3.7 million. Have one, Mark. <laughs> I don't have that one. <laughs> Wouldn't be here. Mark, you don't remember you gave me your hockey cards? It was in there. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Could, have Could have been. It was a Nick Fatiu card. Yeah. <laughs> right after the Arnie Brown card. All right. <laughs> so I want to just quickly touch about a couple of points on football. Uh, and we'll go from there. Oh, Effley Bailey died at 87 years old. That's something just came uh -huh. up on my uh, screen here. So Aaron, what's the story of Aaron Rodgers? Not doing any any um, activities with the team, not showing up. Nope. Are they playing chess with each other right now? I, I thought his receivers weren't there either. I had heard that his receivers yeah. weren't there. Gerald Manchester says no trade. It might be no play. Right. I'll just sit out. I don't know. But that's just that's we'll be on Jeopardy. 
Right. <laughs> That's his backup move. <laughs> uh, Vinatieri, Adam Vinatieri finally retired at 48 years old. I can realize he was so old. The all-time leader in points, 2,673 points. Patriots and Colts, I believe, both teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they're very impressed with Tim Tebow, the uh, the Jacksonville Jags, as a tight end. <laughs> and they, they, they like him. <laughs> I think that's a funny story. And uh, the Seahawks have jumped to the uh, the top of the list for Julio Jones. Really? Who the, yeah. the Falcons have to get rid of. I, I can't believe they said they don't have enough money to pay him and to pay their rookies. Hmm. What kind of organization is that? I don't understand that one. And they're willing to just take a second round pick in the upcoming draft or next year's draft by giving them away. More to that to come. All right, what else? Happy birthday, Joe Namath, 78 years old. The birthday may be today or it might have been yesterday. Anyone know? Anyone care? Oh. <laughs> okay, what else do we have? Uh, uh, Danny, any bowling? Danny, you still there? Uh, the only update I can give you is uh, that Harold uh, Link's uh, basically getting back to normal. There's no more mass requirements. I'm bringing down the, uh, the dividers between the lanes. Uh, things are opening up and getting back to normal. Uh, yesterday we finished my winter season, which I'm very happy for. It was possibly my worst bowling year in about 30 years. So I'm glad I have it behind me. So I'll wait for next year. I practice during the summer. So, so they took the mask on allowing people to bowl. Are they checking for uh, vaccination? Uh, Nothing is actually everything is optional. Some people are bowling with masks. Oh, okay. Most of them were not. Uh, they're not real. There's nothing to enforce. Yeah. Uh, the guidelines have been lifted, really. Right. No. But everybody has, I think everybody has learned to be pretty much respectful. If any, anything comes out of this, it's exactly that. Um, right. I hope people in general uh, out of this COVID really have learned to be respectful more to each other. Okay. Uh, I had an interesting idea on the side note. Carol and I were in Atlantic City week before last. We met up with friends that we know uh, have not seen them for a year. Uh, she's a, uh, um, uh, she, she, she works at uh, CVS, she's a pharmacist, and she comes over to us and she says, are we allowed to hug? Haven't seen each other for a year. You know, we're all vaccinated. But that, that's what it's come down to, and I think that's trying to get a positive out of it. So I, I think to each his own right now. People do what they have to do, what they want to do, and uh, yeah. no mask, mask, whatever. Right. We went into Roosevelt Field uh, last week, Michelle and I, and um, there's a sign on the door, masks optional, Roosevelt Field. And then we, so I, I go in there and I see everybody wearing a mask. I put my mask on and my rebel wife does not. So we're walking around and now we want to go into, let's say the Disney, Disney store. Mm -hmm. And of course, there's someone standing by the door saying, please put your mask on to my wife. And with that, you know, she puts it on. So each store has their own policy, but the mall as a whole, you can walk around without a mask indoors, but everyone was wearing masks. It's like, it's so funny. Like, yeah, 
you're like used to it and you're afraid to, some people are afraid to take it off, you know, even if you're fully vaccinated. One of my teammates on the Wednesday Night League, you know, last week I saw him for the first time without a mask all year. Yeah. I went up to him and says, Milo, I didn't know you had a mustache. <laughs> Look what you grew, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I want to hear your opinion about uh, Naomi Osaka, Osaka's um, decision. To What's the problem? Sure. I think she's good. Good decision. Uh, going through depression. Um, and she yeah. dropped out. Uh, why would she pick this particular tournament? She could have done it before. We, we keep forgetting that these athletes are, there are children. You know, right. you know, I have children not much older. We're, they're, they're, they're kids. And as much as they're professionals and they're making, um, you know, they're, they're, they're quite affluent, they're still, they're, they're, they're young. They're in the late teens, early 20s. They're still not totally mature. This is, you know, and she's uh, obviously these are these are issues that she has that she's been addressing. Um, I, I if, if any, I'm, um, I, I have a lot of respect for an athlete in the midst of one of the major tournaments to make this kind of this kind of decision. So I, I have nothing but um, you know nothing but but praise for her. But again, remember they're 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 still kids in the in the scheme of things. They're still kids. The baseball players, many of them are kids. The football players, there are children. And we sometimes forget that, you know, they're not 40 and 50 year, year old um, mature adults. Right. Uh, Roger? They set, up, they set up these rules. Why do you have to have a rule that you must speak to the press? I, I, I don't understand why they have to have all of this, but it's all part of a hype of a game. It's not just a game anymore. It's a game with, right. you know, there's a lot of money gets into a TV it. and yeah. everything else and, and that's what they do to things. Thank you. Roger? Well, yeah, I mean, Kyrie Irving would uh, disagree with you, Larry. But, uh, yeah, he doesn't like talking to the media at all. But, I mean, she at least proposed a solution. She agreed to be fined, whatever. But, you know, they were they took a really tough tack on her. And then the French head of that federation went to the other Grand Slam presidents. And they were going to ban her from all the other Grand Slams. I mean, it was really, really outlandish. And then when he had a press conference, he refused to take questions. So how about He's that? A yeah, they're bureaucrats. Yeah, you know, abusive when it comes to power. Let them be on the other side, and uh, you know, and let a top player like that just you know pull out of the tournament. I mean, that was crazy. Let's hope she gets the the help that she needs down the line. So she, because she's, I I love watching her play, and let's hope she very good, very good. Yeah, along in a positive way down the line. So we also have a couple of notes on golf for those interested. They're going to have that the match again on TNT, July sixth. Phil Mil Mickelson and Tom Brady will team up against uh, Bryson uh, DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers. They're going to be playing in Big Sky, Montana, in the Rockies near the Yellowstone National Park in a match for TV, which I think is cool. And I guess all the money goes to uh, charity. And who knows if this Olympics is going to come off next month. The, the, the president of the Olympic Association says, yeah, it's going to go on. The newspapers are not endorsing it. And uh, they know. lost 10,000 volunteers, right? Yeah. yeah. He is have a lot. 730,000 cases. 12,700 deaths. Japan, Japan, I didn't realize Japan's rate of uh, 
vaccination is infinitesimal. Four percent. Two or three percent. What was that word? Four percent. What was that big word? I'm shocked. What was that big word? Four percent. Infinitesimal. Yeah, it's a good word. Infinitesimal. Yeah. Yes. But they're 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 stepping oh. up. How can you plan an Olympics in such a short time when mm. in a country with so few vaccines? It's unconscionable to me. They could they could be prepared for games and not have insisted on all this time to do it. Why haven't they? Right. No. All right. Two two more stories, and we'll get to trivia. Uh, I believe they started, or they're going to start this Sunday. the The boxing documentary on the Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Tommy Hearns, and uh, Marvin Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Wow. On really? I believe it's on Showtime. If you have Showtime, it should be a very interesting yeah. uh, show. Watching them fight each other over those years that they were uh, in their popularity it was produced Great. by David Dinkins Jr., David <laughs> Dinkins' son. Yeah, and the Belmont Stakes, of course, is Saturday, and uh, a lot of people are not interested in this because there's no triple <laughs> chance of a triple crown winner. But um, who's the favorite right now? Essential quality. Who knows? Who knows? But there you go. Secretary. Right. <laughs> Secretary. And Bob back yeah, right. two years because of his the drug test uh, that came back positive again for Medina's spirit from the Kentucky Derby. So he can't do that in, in uh, Kentucky. All right. Let, let's go on to trivia. We got 15 minutes of trivia questions. I hope you got a lot. Who wants to go first? Who's got questions? So Fred, we'll start with you, then we'll go. Yeah. Okay, this this year, Jose Peraza and Jonathan Villar both have hit the game-winning hit in, in, in both games of a doubleheader for the Mets. Prior to this year, who was the last person to have game-winning hits in, in both games of a doubleheader for the Mets? Crickets. <laughs> all all in our strawberries now. Are they still on the team? No. Mm-hmm. It's a... It I is went, a hall of it is a hall of famer. Wow. Yeah. Mike Piazza. Right. Willie Mays. Right. Mike Piazza, August eighteenth, nineteen ninety-eight versus Colorado. How you like Mike? Ah, that's my birthday. Got that from the paper <laughs> the other day. All right. Gerald, go ahead. A uh, major league ballpark was constructed not within the rules of major league baseball. What was the name of the park? Mm. Mm. Um, mm. Oh, I got it. Forbes Field. No, too big. No, was it too small or too big? Well, give us a hint. Does it still exist? Uh, neither, neither one, Mark. Does it still exist? Three River, Three Rivers. Um, no, that's what cookie cutters. Um, Does it still exist? Was it, the ball was ball. it constructed for baseball or the team, or is it a field where a team played? It was constructed for baseball. Oh, so it wasn't the it wasn't the L.A. Coliseum then. Fenway Park. Well, you you're warm now. You mentioned the L.A. Coliseum. You're warm. Really? Chavez Ravine? No. No. Well, well. Field Stadium in San Francisco. Well, Mark, mm-hmm. you you basically have it. Should I, should I mm-hmm. tell you the background? You might as well. Yeah. Dodger Stadium, the foul poles were not positioned correctly. They were positioned two feet in fair territory. They had to be oh, wow. repositioned. <laughs> so I guess the engineers uh, blew that one. They must have went to UCLA. 
Oh. <laughs> USC. Instead of USC. It went to the left right, coast. Who else has one? Uh, Michael, you want from the car? All right. I don't have it written down because it's in my house, but uh, what Yankee pitcher has the most scoreless innings and has thrown, I think it's like 11 to 13 appearances, not giving up a run? Whitey Ford. Whitey Ford. That's what I would have guessed. Oh, current, current. Current. Cole, Garrett Cole. No, no. That'd be a relief pitcher. Lucas, Lucas Litke. You got it. <laughs> Lucas Litke. Can you spell? You got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. I know yeah, the guy's been pitching well. I didn't I know. I thought I'd stump. I thought I'd stump you all. Well, that's it. I didn't. Somebody. I just was it. going down the roster. <laughs> oh, you were looking. All right. No, no, I didn't look it up. In my head, I was going down the roster. Your head. No, but still, you look test. Your head. All right, three That's players. Allowed. Three players retired with exactly 521 home runs. All mm. three are Hall of Famers. Right. Won at least one MVP, M, one MVP title, but never a World Series. Who are the three? One I, one, one I know is Mel Williams. Ted Williams. Ted Williams, Ted Williams is one. Ted Williams is one. Mel Ott. Not Mel Ott. Not Ted Williams is one. Willie McCovey. Willie McCovey is two. Wow. Who's three? 521. Hall of Famers. Mm -hmm. One at least one. MVP. You're missing Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Oh, which team never appeared in the World Series? Major League Baseball team never made it. Seattle Mariners. Mariners. Seattle Mariners. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe that? That's amazing, huh? Yeah. Okay. Who else? Questions. Who's got questions? Come on. We still got uh, ten minutes. Yeah, Gerald. Ty Cobb in his career had forty-six inside the park home runs. He was too shy of the all-time record. Who has the all-time record? Frank Baker. Home run Baker? Nah, uh, no, no. That'd be a speedster. Initials. Initials TL. TL. Is it a modern player, Jerry? No, no, it goes way back. Way back. Oh. You don't see inside. Is the it ball. a name that we would recognize, or is it like a uh, Shlomo Katz or something? <laughs> you wouldn't recognize the name. Oh, you wouldn't recognize, so we're not going to know it then. Nobody knows. Who is it? All right, it's Tommy Leach. Mm. Yeah. Tommy Leach. 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 I would yeah. accept it too. Oh. You know what I mean? or... Is he on the Braves, Gerald? Tommy <laughs> Leach. That, okay, that I have Cary one. Grant's father, you know. Cary Grant's father, yeah. Leach. Yeah. Archibald Leach. Can Mark, who, Mark, which just... player okay. reached 3,000 hits in the fewest games? That's a good question. Mm. Good question. Dave Winfield. No. Uh, he never had three throws. No. Roberto Clemente? No. No. Al Kaline? No. <laughs> Give me the team. Give me the team already. Rafael Palmero? Paul Molitor? No. I'll give you the initials. Okay, good. T G. T G? Come on. Tony Quinn. Tony Quinn. Tony Quinn. Oh, yeah. Quinn. Oh, 2,284 oh, games. Yeah. That's really something. Does anybody know, when as a kid, we always said on Ty Cobb's batting average was 367. But yeah. I, I was watching something the other day. Did anybody go back in history 
Somebody because on the screen it said his batting average was 366. Yeah. Did anybody yeah. go back to the screen like pick away any hits? Go on baseballreference.com. I believe it's 367. Yeah, that's what I always thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought maybe someone someone did some re- revisionist and that he had a hit that was not a hit or something. I think they took yeah. the home run away from Lou Gehrig too, Fred. Yeah. It, really? Yeah. Well, Babe Ruth would have had one more, right. but he had to stop at third when the guys. Um, oh, well, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, Hank Aaron, Hank Aaron would have hit one more, but he got called out for uh, being Step in the batter's box. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, uh, I just looked it up on BaseballReference.com. It says three sixty six. Yeah, I always thought it was three sixty seven, like you. Yeah, maybe there was a round off. It was. It was. Ra- no, rounding I, I, think, error. I think. I think some you know, like the Society of Baseball Researchers, Paper, yeah, went went right. back and because they do that. Yeah. All right. Who who's the only person in Major League Baseball to finish their career with a plus three hundred batting average, a plus three hundred home runs, plus three hundred stolen base? Plus three thousand hits. Willie Mays. Willie Mays. Willie Mays. Yeah. Mays. Yeah. Hey, wow. hey, As you oh, said you. it, I kept eliminating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my granddaughter's name is Sayla, so I always call her Say Hey. <laughs> so when I say Say Hey, she says Hey. Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gonna screw her up? Who was the first major leaguer not born in the United States to reach 500 home runs? Palmero? Mm. No. What year? You're around. You're close with Palmero. Mm. Fred Pinsky. No. Who? Dominican Republic. At least you were listening. Sammy. Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa. We got seven minutes. More questions. (laughs) You guys are dry today. Yeah. Okay. Seven players to score 150 (gasps) runs and have 150 RBIs the same season. Gehrig. Gehrig is one. Hack Wilson. Hack Wilson is not on the list. And Greenberg. Davis. Greenberg is not on the list. A Dave, oh. There's no Davis on the list. That Cobb? No. Not on the list. Driving runs. No. He was Frank, Ro- Frank Robinson? Not on the list. 150 runs and 150 RBIs the same season. Season. You only told me Lou Gehrig, and there were six more. Did Manny Ramirez ever do it? Not on the list. Okay. They're all, I think they're all Hall of Famers. Yeah. Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle? No Mickey Mantle. No, he didn't hit that. Melot. There's no Melot. Okay, How about DiMaggio? You're missing oh, DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio is two. Is another Yankee on the list. The obvious Williams. Yankee. Ruth. Babe Ruth. And I heard Ted Williams, so that's correct, too. Yeah. So now you're missing, I'll Ooh. tell you, too, for time. Al Simmons. Yeah. Chuck mm. Klein. Okay. And Jimmy Fox. I said oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Fox. Fox. I didn't hear home runs. I don't get any credit, huh? No credit. We'll yeah. give me credit. Yeah. I'll uh, give you a hundred. Nobody heard me. <laughs> you got to speak up, brother. Speak up. All right, uh, uh, Gerald. In 1993, Conseco misjudged a fly ball <laughs> that hit him in the head yeah. and it went right. for a home run. 
Who hit the ball? Oh, wow. It wasn't Mark. Yeah. It wasn't Mark. It was some Mark with a probably. Initials CM. CM. What team? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers. CM. He was, he, was he, was he, who was he playing with? Still the A's at that time? Yeah, he was with the A's. He was playing for the A's. He went to a couple other teams. Yes. Carlos, uh, Charlie. Yeah, go ahead. That's, that's the first name. Carlos. Carlos. Carlos, first name or Charlie? <laughs> Carlos, Carlos is the first name. Carlos. Uh, Carlos Barre. Carlos Mays. Not Carlos May. I don't know. Who is it? Carlos Martinez. Who knows? I have one. Go ahead, go. All right, Mark. Uh, one of the most exciting plays we've ever seen, say, in the last 20, 25 years, was Deion Sanders hit a inside-the-park home run where he literally jumped into the air between third and home and, and scored. It was, it was unbelievable. Mainly outfielder who tried to dive to catch the ball and he got injured and it was out for probably the rest of the season. <laughs> right? Dion a Yankee at the time? Dion Dion Sanders was on the Yankees at that time. And uh, one of the most one of the more famous athletes was the one who got injured trying to go after the ball. Oh, Bo Jackson. Very, very Bo Jackson. Bo, Bo Jackson. I, 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 I love Bo Jackson. You can Google that on YouTube. It's an incredible play. I got one here. Who was who was the first major league pitcher to throw a no hitter, win a hundred games, and have a thousand strikeouts in both leagues? Jim Bunning. Jim Bunning. Someone said it. Someone said it. Uh, Jim Bunning. Jim Bunning is correct. Okay. Jim Bunning. Very good. Thank you on that one. Bullies and Tigers. How about that? Who was the who was the last official left-handed catcher? Hmm. It That's happened a, in 1989. Oh, gosh. Played with the Pirates. That's not Piazza, is it? No, no, no. no, no. no, no. no, no. Play with Mark. Played with the Pirates at that time. 89. Uh, he played only a few games that season. <laughs> he went to Lafayette High School, the same as uh, Sandy Koufax, as I Brooklyn. read further on my notes here. Brooklyn. Mm. It's not Carl Hubble. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, he was a pitcher. No. There. <laughs> this is a position player. He was basically an outfielder. Benny DiStefano with DiStefano. Stefano. 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 If you remember his name. Okay, we got room for time for like one or two more. If you guys right. can dig any up, oh yeah, you got one. Let's do it. Go ahead. Who holds the all-time record for home runs against the Mets? <laughs> you should know this one. It wasn't Stargell, was it? Stargell hit a lot. Billy Stargell? Yes. Larry. Oh. Could have been Larry. Could have been Larry. I was going to say Chipper Joe. Stargell. Yeah, Chipper, right. But it was Stargell? Yes. Wow. Right, right. He hit the first home oh, run well, after in uh, a Shea, Shea Stadium. Stadium. Yeah. I just read that online, yeah. Uh, Danny, you have one? We have like about a minute and a half. Yeah. Uh, Hank Aaron. 
hit the most home runs off of which pitcher? That's a good one. Mm. Good one. Don Drysdale? Right. Robin yeah. Robinson? Yeah. Andre, seven, six, Andre 17 home runs off of Drysdale. Oh. Oh. Mark, I have one. I get ahead from the... Uh... Who, who has the most walk-off hits in Mets history? That's a good one. Wilma Flores. You'll have to give us the initials. <laughs> been around for 50 some odd years. Pat Mizuka. <laughs> <laughs> What's the initials of the fella? Well, whoever Back said it. it was William Flores, the king of the walk-offs. Wilma Flores. Wilma Flores. I miss him. Miss him. All right, Michael. Last one, Michael. All right. Uh, in the 80s, there was somebody who played a couple of games at third base for the Yankees and was left-handed. Who was a left-handed third baseman for the Yankees for a while? John Mattingly. Good. That's right, Mattingly. I remember that. <laughs> All right, boys, I'm going to pull a plug on you guys. I, I really we had a very interesting conversations today. I hope you had fun. Uh, new man, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Yes, Let's, I uh, did very much. Thank you. Come back. You'll get your feet a little further in welcome, the water. And you'll, you'll really enjoy us. We don't Some bite the fun jerks. people. We're all over the place. Thanks, the guys. It's been fun. Thanks, Next week will be number 58. So do some homework on 58. <laughs> and remember, we have we have Alan Friedman coming aboard next week talking oh, to us cool. for about a half hour or so. Enjoy the week, and I'll see you guys back out there soon. Tomorrow. Thanks, Mark. Take care, everybody. Be good. Take care, Mark. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.